episode of Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. I'm Haley. I'm Hannah. Uh, what are we doing? We are drinking. Cheers! Cheers! We're in Cheers. San Francisco. We sure where, are. Where it all began. First of all, thank you so much for coming into town for this recording. Oh, totally. Always fly in to record a podcast real fast. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, as usual, had some technical hiccups. You but guys, this is Hannah and my second attempt at recording a podcast without any producers. <laughs> and every time it's been a challenge. Yep. We um, set up Hannah's computer today with our, our microphones and realized we were missing a very important piece of equipment. Known as a dongle. Yeah. So Which I, apparently is I not come the over, term. I come over to Hannah's and she's like, oh, um, technical difficulties. Um, I left my dongle at work. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is a dongle? And for anybody who doesn't know, according to Hannah, a dongle is um, the piece of equipment that connects a USB drive to the other, like the tiny, tiny drive that you would plug your your Mm. iPhone into. Yes. Yes. Um, So apparently she left her dongle at work. So we decided to call Mm. the Apple store to see um, if they had any dongles. And I was like, is that what they're really called? Apparently, yes. Um, but when yeah. I called, the guy's like, a what? A, a dongle? <laughs> okay, that is such a term, and I stand by it, but whatever, whatever. Um, so, anyway, we got the dongle. Mm-hmm. We got it all settled. Yep. We're all set. We're exactly, recording. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited about our episode today because we have a guest that is very personal and close to my heart yes. because she is family. Um, so it's my cousin Amy. She is the shit and um, has made the trek up from um, school. She goes to school nearby us. Um, perhaps you all know Stanford near there. <laughs> Um, so anyways, we're really excited to have her, but we figured before we really get into it, we're, we're excited to get some clarity on like, what is college like these days? What is college like these days? Because I mean, you and I've been out of school since 09. We are ancient. Yeah. We, it's been almost 10 years since we've been out of the college game. Yes. And a lot has changed, I think. And the like generation that is now in college right now is Gen Z. It's not our generation anymore. So it actually, right. Is that right? Um, I think you so. Know, I'm yes. I because think Gen Z is if you're 21 right now. I think so. Millennials, we're millennials. Yeah, and that's, that's what I mean. That's 22 to 37. Mm-hmm. So yes, college age would be Gen yeah. Z. Who's Gen Y again? I feel like is that our parents? We'll find out. We'll circle back. Or no, if they're guys, baby boomers, if aren't they? If you guys they? know who Gen Y is, please. Maybe feel my free sister is Gen Y. No, she's a millennial. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. We'll All get right. to the bottom of Okay. This. Well, great. Um, but anyways, I mean, I'm just excited to hear sort of about, like, the party scene, especially because I have recently been acting like I'm still in college <laughs> and that I can party like I used to, which is proving that. to not be the case, <laughs> according to some pretty rough feedback so I've received. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. You're getting back out there. <sighs> getting back out there. So this was, like, two weeks ago. And it's just been a while ever since you moved out of my life. Like, I feel like 
I've become more of a homebody. I stay at home. I like to watch movies. I yeah. enjoy a nice glass of wine on a Friday night. Right. Maybe just like go to bed at 10. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really going on, I'm on a rapid way. decline. I'm and so way. like a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what? Like, why am I not going out anymore? Like, let's have a ladies night. <laughs> so I invite some of the girls over. We're like playing. What do you meme? The best game. There's, like, three of us. It's really not going that well. Um, we start, like, having, you know, some wine. And, like, we decide that we're going to go to this bar um, in the neighborhood called Jackson's. It's, like, a country bar. And by, by like, the early hours of, like, 8 to 9 p.m., it's, like, very, like, empty. It's just, like, some good old country tune, good uh-huh. old country folk. But it becomes a club <laughs> by 10. Like, just sweaty. Everybody uh-huh. rubbing up on each other. And so we decide we're going to go there. Mm-hmm. And the night starts out pretty tame. We're ordering cocktails. We're having fun. I had just bought my first ever bodysuit, and I am feeling hot. <laughs> I think that I've Slain. never looked better. It's like yes. tight, white. I've like paired it with a high-waisted jean, and I'm like, oh my God. You're like, I'm 30 and flirty as fuck. I still <laughs> have it. And so this like old man catches my eye on the dance floor, swinging me around. Um, so I'm feeling great about it. And then we had a friend um, whose younger sister was visiting. And he pulled me aside. He got to the bar. He's like, hey, she's going through this tough breakup. I'd really love it if you could show her a good time. And I'm like, say no more. I've got this. (laughs) So that turns into like one shot after the other. We're literally in those chairs that I remember us doing like, what were they called in college? Like tequila, like boom, boom things where they like tilt your head back in like a like medical chair and then they like pour shots down your throat for a while and they're like ringing bells and it's strobe lights it's really we're gonna have to ask Amy if that's still a thing let's definitely ask Amy (laughs) about it because it used to be like they pour like tequila and then like chasers and it was like an upside down margarita that's what they were called so anyways I'm doing those essentially it starts getting crowded per usual we end up leaving we go to another bar and then it gets to the point where I'm clearly ready for pizza which means it's time to call it a night John takes me and Janelle, our good friend, um, to go get pizza. And then we, you know, as far as we know, we get pizza. I go home, go to sleep, and I wake up in the morning feeling hungover. But at the same time, I'm like, I am God. Like, why did I ever stop going out? Like, all I have is flashes of being the true belle of the ball. Like, <laughs> texting the girls. We're, like, trading war stories the way we used to. Of, like, who's more hungover? Oh like, God, so hungover like, oh, my God. Was so much fun. Total blur. Yes. Like, our friend Quinn is like, oh, my God. I puked when I got home. I'm like, oh, my God. I woke up with this, like, plate of ranch everywhere. Clearly, I had some pizza. Like, just <laughs> I'm being so obnoxious, but so high on myself. And so. Like, really getting back out there. Yes, yes. So anyways, then Monday comes around, it's work, and um, Janelle sends me a text, and she's like, oh my god, I just remember when we ran into, for the sake of this story, we'll call him Jason. Jason. I remember we ran into Jason last night, and you gave zero fucks. And I was like, I, uh, dot, 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 I ran into Jason. (laughs) And this is somebody that we know from college. This is someone we know from college. And, like, there's too many ways that we are connected to this person. Like, he was um, really good friends and roommates with our friend's husband-to-be. Like, we were orientation leaders together. Like, there's a lot of intersections of how I know this person. Uh And I feel like we were, you know, pretty good friends kind of early college years, but have since drifted. And now that I live where I live now, I feel as though I run into him 
constantly. Yes. And I'm becoming more awkward in my old age. Like, I feel like small talk is not available to me anymore. So the things that I say, like, I just, it's painful for me. I think equally (laughs) painful for the, you know, sad participant. And the last couple of times I've run into him other people have witnessed it and it just has been atrocious. The I most awkward like. conversation. Like I saw him like a couple weeks ago and he was like carrying this cupcake and I just kept referencing. I was like, hey, check out that cupcake. And he's like, uh-huh. I'm like, cool, going home? <laughs> Gonna eat that cupcake when you get home? Like it just got so weird. And I turned to the friend that I was with afterwards. I was like, that didn't go well, did it? She was like, that was the most painful thing I've seen in a while. <laughs> so needless to say, I run into yeah said Jason all the time. And you guys know when you just have one per- somebody that you like see often at work or just run into on the street and you just don't connect. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't have a normal conversation with them. It's awkward yes. every time. He's one of those people. Yes. At least for you. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure he would be if I ever run in, ran into him yes. too. Yes, yes. Um, but just like there's no sort of barrier of like when should we have ended this conversation because it's usually yeah. within the minute we you said just hello. Keep it talking probably should have ended. just because... You don't want to be rude to each other. 100%. But no one wants to talk. 100%. And so in my drunken state, apparently, all my social graces go out the window. So Janelle is like, you know, you gave zero fucks when you saw him. And I was like, I saw him. And then that's more of a panic of like, oh my God, how drunk was I? You know, Mm -hmm. like don't even remember. And so I was like, what happened? She was like, well, like we were at pizza and you were upset because your flashlight was on your phone, which by the way, if you have an iPhone 10, it's impossible to turn off your flashlight. And so I'm like now kind of remembering, like, I'm not looking good as I I was when I started the evening. Like, I think I have red lipstick kind of growing up the side of my face. I'm trying to turn my flashlight off. And um, Janelle like waves me over. She's like, Hannah, Hannah, it's Jason. And I'm like, again, don't really remember seeing him, but apparently I look up and I'm like, whatever. I see Jason all the time and I'm sure I will unfortunately see him tomorrow. It's <laughs> like, Oh my God. Do you think he heard this? Well, apparently, because I guess there was a little bit of like, um, argument afterwards, um, about, I think in his perspective, he doesn't see me all the time, but then new news to me recently, apparently I was submitting my points to Janelle to argue on my behalf. Like wouldn't even address him. I'm like, to see this in action. So then I guess like the way I'm interpreting this, I'm like, one, I stand by what I said because I do feel like I will see him again tomorrow. Right. Why? Uh, like, so I, I stand by that, but I just felt bad that I genuinely probably, you know, offended this, this person. And by so, not giving enough of a fuck to say hi. And then I, I referred to seeing him as unfortunate. Like that's just not <laughs> putting me in the best light. So anyways, I was like, Oh my gosh, should I say something? She's like, don't worry. Got it. I've already sent an apology on our behalf. Like we're good. I was like, thank you so much. Like way to handle it. This was at like 10 AM on Monday. 8 p.m. on Monday rolls around and I get a text from Janelle to me that just says, oh no, dot, dot, dot. I'm like, um, guessing we've heard from Jason. <laughs> She's like, do you even want me to send you the screenshot? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need to see that. So this is the response she gets at 8 p.m. And what did she send before? Um, I don't have the full screenshot, but it was basically like, it has come to my attention that Hannah and I ran into you on Saturday night based on like previous conversations. It sounds like it might not have been well received. Like, 
If right. it makes you feel better, I went to bed hungover on Sunday. Like, trying to just, like, be lighthearted, but, right. like... like, I was hungover all weekend, a.k.a. We like, clearly, so we drunk. were being so ridiculous, like... And I think she even had said something like, this is what we get for not going out anymore. Like, she tried to, like, make us sound better. Anyways, 8 p.m. rolls on, <coughs> and we get this response. Excuse me, guys. Mind you, I'm not... Bless you. Mind you, I'm not on this text. This is, again, just a, a conversation between Janelle and Jason. But, hey there, period. Thanks for reaching out, Period. Meaningful slash healthy interactions rarely occur after 1 a.m. at Hole in the Wall. Dot, dot, dot. So I sort of get it. Hannah definitely seemed to be in a bad place. And I'm just not used to that side of her. Caught me off guard. And by the time I realized it was uncomfortable for my GF, everyone sort of disappeared. (laughs) It's like... Oh, oh my, my God. God. And there's so, so much to bring down in that There's so much to digest with this. But the first thing that really gets me, well, first of all, it sounds like a lecture you would get from like a parent figure. Like it's like the way like a parent would be like, I'm not mad. I'm just extremely disappointed in you. It's like meaningful and healthy interactions. <laughs> and then doesn't say anything about her interactions. It's just that Hannah definitely seemed to be in a really bad place. And the only thing I could think of us was like, He left that interaction being like, I just feel really sad for this person. Like, she clearly hasn't let go of her party days. She still thinks that she's 21 and in college. Like, this is just like, yikes. You know, like, you know, he went to bed being like, I'm just glad that that's not me. You know, like probably like whipping out the statistics, like one out of every ten. You He's know, like of your peers. His, his GF, his his girlfriend yeah. that was at the at the pizza. Who I place. apparently made uncomfortable. <laughs> somehow made uncomfortable. I bet they like walked home together. He's like, you know, it's just I'm really glad I found a girl that's not you know stuck in her stuck in her college years. Yeah. Like he is absolutely on his high horse. I did not <laughs> paint myself in a positive light. And then the last thing too, like not used to that side of her. It's like. <laughs> Well, yeah, because again, attributing to the fact that we see each other all the time, but like when you see me, I'm usually going in and out of Walgreens and I love going to Walgreens and I usually have a pretty positive attitude about that. But anyways, so this whole story, oh, and the clincher is that we're in the same wedding together in August. So (laughs) that should go really well. We will have the best time hanging out with him and his GF. I can't wait. I can't wait. But anyways, um, so the story just, I, I feel like I trailed on, but it more or less, you know, got me thinking about the good old days that apparently yeah. I am still living in. Right, right. Um, but I'm just excited to hear like, what are we missing in college? And is there anything that maybe we should bring back to our current I know. lives? I feel like when you think about how, what, like how just culture in general has changed yeah. since we were in college, like so many things are different. Mm-hmm. There, um, there are dating apps now. Mm-hmm. That was never a thing Mm-mm. when we were oh, gosh, in college. Oh, I can't even like, fathom what it'd be like and with that. I just, I just feel like, I mean, I guess that's the only thing that comes to the top of my head. Yeah. But I just feel like there's a different generation, a different way of living. Things it's also like Snapchat. Like, I feel like apps, so, all Snapchat, apps. All social apps. Social media. And like, I just feel like, I don't know, even with dating, like that has to lead to like, Casual sex has to be much more prevalent than it used to be, I'm assuming. Right. Like, I just feel like, even, like, when I watch Good Morning America, which makes me sound pretty, like, cool, um, but, like, the things that people are doing are, like, like the Tide Pod challenges. Condom and, snorting. Condom snorting's a new one. But, like, yeah, like, people are, like, ingesting yeah. chemicals, which, condom snorting, I think I, I've read that recently, but I, I need to get a little more clarity on that. I don't have any clarity on that, but maybe our guest does. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's but like, bring her in. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> what is happening? So um, without further ado, we would like to introduce my cousin, Amy. Amy, hi. Welcome to the podcast. It is so great to have you. I'm happy to be here. This oh. is your first podcast. It is. But Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are a, um, like, what grade are you in? I'm a senior okay. in college. Okay, so you've had four, almost four years of experience to reflect on. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of things have happened. A lot yeah. of things have changed. Mm. Um, Tide Pods never became a part of that one. <laughs> okay. okay. That's for sure. Thank goodness. I'm so glad you're practicing <laughs> good judgment. There's still hope for the world. <laughs> Do you, yeah. Amy, know anybody, anybody who has eaten a Tide Pod? I can't say I do. No. Okay. Oh, so you're hanging out with a good crowd. That feels I guess right. I am. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Well done you. Well done you. But like, what is like, I feel like we were saying that people are doing more drugs and like, just feel crazier than they used to be. I saw some silent nodding from you when we were talking about that. Is there something like, what is cool in college or considered cool right now? What's the party vibe? Party vibe. Great. Now or starting in freshman year? Um, let's hear about it now. Now? Yeah. When we were in college, just to set the, the standard, we were like full on drinkers. Mm. We didn't really know anybody that was, no. that used drugs. Uh-uh. Like definitely. I'm sure they did, but we weren't really. Right. Like a lot of people definitely spoke weed, but like in terms of like party drugs, that was not really a part of, um, a part of the party scene that we were around. And mm. I think that's rare to kind of our group, our, like mm. the group of people we were with, the school totally. we went to. Um, but it sounds like it's becoming a lot more, um, a lot more of a thing. I would say cocaine is very popular now. Mm. Okay. Very popular. Everyone does a lot of weed still. Uh-huh. Okay. And then jewels. Jewels. Of course. What are Jewels. Oh, should I know what that is? Do you know what that is? You should know is what it, it is. Isn't a jewel like a like a vape? Yeah. Oh. And it looks like a USB stick, so that's their claim <gasps> to fame. Those ones. Oh my gosh, I saw this video. I think it was on the Fat Jewish um, about <laughs> like about someone who bought a USB stick and yes. was trying to make a yes. bunch of people smoke it. Yes. And like, of course, people were being like, "Oh my god, I just had the best so cool. hit!" And it's like, "Oh my gosh, you literally just sucked a USB stick." <laughs> yep. <laughs> like Those it's not a them. dongle. Yeah. <laughs> Could be the next thing. I'm gonna start bringing my dongle out <laughs> for sure. So when you say jewels, that's just still weed, right? No. <gasps> oh. oh. It's nicotine. Nicotine. Which is why they're that very is frowned upon. Surprising, of course. Cigarettes kill. Yes. What's the? Is the, that because it's it, the quote unquote alternative for kids these days? Really? That's is sad. that because it yes. like curbs your appetite? Doesn't nicotine mm, do that? A little bit, but it's probably it's just because it's addictive. Rush. It's the head yeah. Rush. yeah. It's oh, an addictive head, head rush. rush for about five to ten seconds, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people do have weed pens. Yeah. Mm, yeah. In addition to their weed. Okay. So, but a lot of cocaine. Mm. Okay, let's talk about the cocaine. Where yeah. does one acquire it? I have no idea. Okay. But like of your freshman, friends freshman that maybe... year, I remember. I don't have any close friends that do it. People in my social organizations nice word sometimes choice. have been seen doing it and I've never participated and I don't understand where they get it from, but I remember freshman year I saw someone bring a bag of it. A bag? Okay. <laughs> like a substantial I, bag? Bag. That was And I did not pricey. know what it was. And ever since then, it's been very prevalent on our school's campus. Okay. Oh. Party scene. Okay. Interesting. Formals a uh-huh. lot. That's a very popular 
method. I have a quick question yourself. about formals. Um, but I remember we used to have pocket shots. Did you guys have those? Do you know what those are? I'm assuming shots. So it was literally these like shots in like a little <laughs> silicone bag that you would put in your bra and then you would get no. to the dance and then like put it in your like Diet Coke or something. Are those not around anymore? No. So how are you guys getting drinks? That's a very, uh, well, people, they've started patting people down. Mm, but boobs, you, you can't pat those down. True. But you know, I haven't heard of people doing pocket shots mm. surprisingly okay so we were like yeah ahead of i mean i guess then. yeah so, so innovative i think we mm. kind of gave up on that interesting sort of thing. <laughs> so then the issue became that people drank way too much mm. in anticipation of because not they didn't have the drink. pocket shots yes yeah exactly so mm. then a lot mm-hmm. of people get sent home yeah and can't attend their formal which is very unfortunate but it's because they can't gauge correctly mm. don't have their tolerance yeah don't know their limits they want to coast throughout the night but Mm -hmm. people can't really get to that point fair fair that seemed like a good solution but i haven't heard of anyone Mm -hmm. doing that anymore okay so no pocket shots still heavy on drinking you uh do snort some coke bring your jewel and those are the main (laughs) the main like substances that people consume yes do you see a lot of molly or Mm. ecstasy no people are starting to do acid Acid. Oh. Okay, so we're going a little bit harder. Next, it's going to be heroin, you guys. Okay. I'm not kidding. Yikes. Yeah. It's scary. Okay. But I so just heard of people doing that yeah. and telling, spreading and my, the word on how amazing it is. But, oh, um, okay. A lot of chatter. So, yeah. we, so no one's offering you drugs? No. Okay. okay. All right. They're not aggressively forced upon you at the parties. Okay. I remember very prevalent. the whole thing with drugs is like growing up, like I don't know what my parents did, but they very much instilled in a like non-obvious way that drugs kill. Like mm-hmm. I, my whole life have been terrified of them. Yes. But like, <laughs> I'm also sort of offended. Like, so my whole upbringing was always like, say no to drugs, say no to drugs. And I have yet to have an opportunity to say no to drugs. <laughs> Nobody has ever tried to offer me anything. We like, don't get a lot of drug offers. Like no, like no. Apparently, there's all these like symbols of like, like I have coke on me. Let's go do a line in the bathroom. Yeah, and symbols. I never picked that up at all. Right. Okay. So we've covered a lot of drugs. Next, I want to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. So. It's becoming more casual. Okay, so I oh really? Okay, let me tell you, let me tell you what I've heard. And then will you tell me if it's true? Yes. Okay. So I watched this documentary on Netflix called um, Liberated, the New Sexual Revolution. Highly recommend to any of our listeners. I tried to get um, Hannah to watch it and then ask Amy to watch it, and neither of them did. But that's fine. (laughs) It's fine because um, we can talk about it now. So um Basically, it follows these college kids on spring break in, um, I think they're in Florida or some other, some other beach town where, you know, college kids just flock for, for spring break. And it follows a group of them that are just supposed to exemplify like today's college era kids. And they are just having casual, casual encounter, sexual encounters with many, many people. For example, this one guy, he, um, he has sex with like, you watch him literally have like go into hotel rooms and have sex with five different people in a day. 
And he's like, this is normal. Like, and it interviews girls that are like, we just, you know, we, all we try to do is like hook up and try not to have feelings. Nobody gets in relationships anymore. Like love is dead. That's, that's literally a quote. And I feel like this Gen Z is really, I feel like this has to be, it's a very, it's a very grim outlook. I mean, they're definitely having a ton of fun partying with their friends, but the thesis of the documentary is that, um, Unlike in the 70s when it was like a sexual revolution and it was all about free love, that was more based on like romance and like, um, and just like not being weird about sex and just Mm -hmm. being open about it. And now it's just so impersonal Mm -hmm. um, and people are just doing it just, just to like have, like to fuck as many people as they can basically. Um, Which is kind of sad to me. Well, I I found the documentary really sad, and I feel like it has to be quite the exaggeration or, like, you know, one end of the spectrum. But I wanted to get your opinion on what it's like. Like, how casual is it, you know? Like, are people Mm -hmm. hooking up? Obviously, in college, there's going to be casual sex, but is there this... um, Craze about it or, like... Or just the expectation that relationships aren't a thing anymore. Mm, That's a good point. That documentary does definitely sound like one very extreme yes. side of the spectrum mm-hmm. but I know people who are like that yeah and mm-hmm. I've seen them go throughout college and behave like that and it's very interesting yeah I knew one gentleman at our school had a book and he had mm. a lot of signatures in it and he made every girl sign this book what since freshman year so, sign it after they had sex yes and these are willing women signing this. Yes, one of my good friends at the time signed, signed it. the book. Signed the book. How so that's many signatures were in there? I. Oh. He had quite a reputation, so wow. he's now the president of a fraternity. So that gives you a pretty good uh-huh. idea of her, his personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and this friend of yours, if I may, like when she signed the book. Like, she didn't really think anything. My of reaction it. is that is appalling. Like I can't even fathom signing no. something like that. But I'm just curious. Like in your recap with her, like was she embarrassed? Did she like no? Like that did, was the most. Like what was her reaction that was the about part. it? I mean, she thought it was funny. She so, thought it was funny. Interesting. No one has any emotions yeah. anymore. I don't think she thought anything of it. And yeah. I'm assuming everyone else who signed it didn't really expect it. Why do you think that, like, women are having this pressure to feel like, I'm not going to have any emotions? Because scientifically, we, like, release that chemical I think that they're they trying to match men since everyone portrays and perceives men to have no emotion. Exactly. So now, so now we're trying to match that. I think that's so definitely, just like... getting all jumbled and messed up. Right. Yeah. That's definitely what I um, gleaned from this right. documentary I watched. It's... You you hear, like, when they interview different guys, they're like, no, like, this day and age, like, all girls are down to fuck. Like, mm-hmm. all girls want it just as bad as guys do. It's so easy to hook up. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, like, literally, I like, it's so easy to find someone to have sex with because everyone's down. Nobody cares. Which brings you to the dating apps. Right. Yes. Great right. segue. <laughs> and you said you've never been on a podcast. And let me just say, I just want to give a disclaimer. There's nothing wrong with having casual sex. No. And there's nothing wrong with hooking up with tons of random people if, if that's what you want to do. And we're definitely not saying that there's a problem with that. 
it's just um, interesting because it seems like a lot of people are trying as hard as possible not to have feelings and not to feel anything, just to do what society kind of expects of them at the time. Um, so that's what I thought was was interesting. But if you want to go get, you know, ran a train on, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're not to judging. Teach their own. Yeah, teach their yes. own. It's just interesting. It's definitely become more and more common. So everyone's more nonchalant about. Yeah, yeah. we just had sex and they left. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like not to get too negative, but the diseases have to be <laughs> running rampant. Like I was at the gynecologist last this week, this week, and um, who I love, she's wonderful, and she was going through like they just got like a new medical system, so they're like asking their like regular questions, and she was like, "Any chlamydia?" I was like, "Nope, <laughs> I'm good," and she's like, "Good for you!" Like almost like this like award. She's like. You would be surprised how much chlamydia is going around right now. I was like, oh, like yeah. more so than usual. Like the way she portrayed it, it was almost like I'm the anomaly that I'm like outside of that bucket. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, my explanation was like, well, I've been with the same person. So, well, at least in our generation, millennials, everyone has HPV apparently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's Very almost, common. it's almost a hundred percent of, you know, single people, sexually mm-hmm. active people have it. Um, says the gynecologist. (laughs) Um, And, like, when I heard that, I was super surprised. But apparently, like, that's just the way it is. So I can... And that's not really necessarily a dangerous issue if you catch it early enough. you catch it early, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what do you think, Amy? Do you know of anyone with any serious complications? Oh, yeah. Like, do people talk about that openly? (laughs) Probably not. I don't, actually. Um, I don't know anyone who's had... An experience with any of those diseases. Okay, so we're wrapping it up. We're wearing protection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. People I are know. only snorting condoms. They're not wearing them. <laughs> Alternative uses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. I haven't heard of a lot of different um, diseases going around our school, at least. Okay. But I have heard a lot of people, I think, which goes hand in hand with the casualness of mm-hmm. sex, that they don't feel the need to use protection, which kind mm. of seems counterintuitive yes, to me. But that's definitely a trend also. It's just like, it's an goes. expectation that it's not used. Is everyone wouldn't say an expectation. I guess it's personal. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. each situation. Fair. But I've heard it's more common, which surprises me. Yeah. But Is everyone on birth control? Yes. Mm. Okay, well, mm-hmm. but there's that at least. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a complete <laughs> But I almost failure. feel like that's where you get into these complications because people are like, I mean, I was the same way. Like, I'm on birth control. I'm protected. You know what I mean? But yeah. you're not fully, you know? I don't know. Isn't like, I saw something too recently that they're going to have something where men can go on birth control. Have you heard about <laughs> there's this? There's a male birth there's control a male pill. Birth, yeah. But apparently it's making them well, all like hormonal. And I'm like, welcome to our lives. Yeah. Like, I've gained... <laughs> 10 pounds being on this freaking pill. Like, I can't fit into any of my clothes. I'm a raging bitch. Like, you know? And I'm like, but good news. We can maybe have sex without a condom on. You know? Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Um, okay, but let's go back to dating apps because I, I don't want to not touch on that topic. But how many people... Well, so this is what gets me about dating apps. And Haley, correct me too if I'm wrong. But, like, in college, like, we went to a small school. It was, like, 5,000 undergrad maybe it's growing but like it just feels really weird to me to be on a dating app and meeting someone in college that way 
And like, I mean, what does that mean then? Are you guys right. like meeting up at a party? Like, I mean, I guess it's the way you would meet people on Facebook back in the day when it first launched. I mean, but yeah, but Facebook. Okay. So back when we were in school, Facebook was the only social media. It just media. had launched actually, right? When we were yeah, freshmen. So there was Facebook, but it was like, you it had was to be still, in college to be on it. You, you had to have a .edu. You had to have a .edu email. There was no um, Instagram. There was no Snapchat. Mm-mm. There was no... Um, we didn't even have photos on Facebook for a while. Yeah. Like, meaning you couldn't post an right. album. It was literally like you could join clubs that were like, I wear flip-flops all year round, <laughs> and it's Beirut, not beer pong. Like, these yeah. are the clubs we were in. But it's like, right. what does that mean? You can see other people that kind of had a similar view to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, right. So you could like meet somebody in person and then find them on Facebook. But I don't think a lot of people were meeting that way. Yes. Right. Because like, unless you saw somebody's picture and decided to message them. But I think like what makes dating apps so different is like, you know, you're both single and looking. Mm -hmm. So what what dating apps are prevalent on campus and like, how does that even work? Um, I think Tinder's lost a lot of its charm mm. recently. Freshman year, most people use Tinder. Okay. It's gotten a rap for being the more ratchet oh. of the apps. Yeah. Just because ratchet. of the very wide variety of faces mm. um, and styles that you see on there. Uh-huh. And then there's Bumble, mm-hmm. which is a surprisingly big upgrade as far as mm. um, looks that you see on there. Interesting. And then the kicker for that one is that the women have to start the conversation, which yeah. a lot of deters a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one called The League, which I've never used. And that one, you actually have to be put on a waiting list and approved mm-hmm. to join that one. So I'm assuming that's kind of... I'm the- only laughing because I was just taken off the wait list of three years. <laughs> That's the longest I've heard of someone waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happily in a relationship. I live with my significant other. And over, I think it was Christmas, I wow. get an email that it's like, you have what it takes to be a star. And I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? It was like, welcome to the league. <laughs> like, the wait is wow. over. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you guys, three, That's years three years on the wait list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the sa- if they're keeping people on the wait yeah. list for three years, that, that is work? just a slap in the face when you finally get admitted and you're still single. And it's like, okay. Thank goodness okay. I am off the market. <laughs> if I got accepted, I don't know what I would have done. Okay. Um, well, now that I'm in, I'm going to sign up. And uh, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. I remember at first when, when John and I first started dating, I was like, well, I might as well stay on the wait list just in case things don't work out. But now I feel like... I'm in a pretty good spot, so like, <laughs> less entertained by that idea. But I was like, I can't believe that like they even kept me on the wait list. Like, how did they not deactivate yeah, my like, number of the queue? But okay, so That's the impressive. league is in, like somewhat prevalent on campus. So if I'm sorry, I'd say Tinder and Bumble more okay. still. If you match with someone on, on Bumble, then don't you just see them all the time? Probably you like run into I've them had, all the time, like walking I've, to class. I've had a lot of uncomfortable swipes <laughs> that have showed up in my classes or right in, that's the thing overlapping social groups with my friends right and it's made for some awkward situations and i know about probably everyone else on campus has had yeah. that experience at one point or another that um, is such a like crazy thing to and think that's the problem with it like at least yeah. like if you're in even if it's a small city like everything in san francisco feels like everyone knows everyone but like 
you might see someone at a bar where you're like, oh, I think that person was on my app. But like when you're literally sitting next to them in a class, you're yep. like, ugh, right. not mutual. I yeah. feel like on any college campus, the likelihood of you running into your match is way higher than just like in a city. Yes. It's very uncomfortable. I've had <laughs> a few. I remember I accidentally on Tinder, you can super like someone, oh. which is just the, the biggest compliment you can give anyone. Moss super like. And Let's call I, the episode super like. Definitely. Good choice. I accidentally super liked a young man that went to our school. I was not paying attention and my finger slipped mm. and we matched. And I remember his Not only mess- did we match, but we super matched. <laughs> Unfortunately. He messaged me and said very excitedly, what's with the super like? <laughs> and my response was, I'm sorry, it was an accident. <laughs> The honesty. And, um, I mean, I figured I shouldn't get his hopes up. And I saw him recently. He's friends with people that I'm mutual friends with. So, saw him at a few Mm -hmm. parties. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Here's a question. Avoided him. Promptly (laughs) avoided him and walked the other direction. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fair. Um, So, when people are matching and, like, like, at that stage, what are they doing? Are they just getting together and... Maybe is it physical? Or are they actually on our going campus? On dates? I think that mostly it's it is what you mentioned earlier, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, so mostly I'm physical. drunk. You're drunk. It's one a.m. Oh. Come to my house." Yeah, and thus okay. the casual sex usually. Okay, happens. which okay. is definitely the same as you would see in like you know the adult world, mm-hmm. like in a city. But I feel like much more so people are meeting up for dates. So apps, though, do we think the reason casual sex is happening is because of the apps? Or do you think casual sex was happening and the apps just, like, I think casual sex is definitely already happening, but it's, like, just an easier way to broaden your options for casual sex. Because you don't actually have to meet them in person. Right. Yep. Okay. (laughs) So do you know anyone that, like, like, our friends that are meeting on apps, are they actually turning into the relationships? Or is it always, for the most part, casual? Um, like, are any of your friends in relationships with someone they met on an app? Who have tried to force relationships out of their Mm. casual sex, Mm -hmm. but not many have succeeded. I know one girl in my sorority had her epic Tinder love for about a year, and Mm. they moved in together, and they had an animal together, and then that ended. Oh, sure. And that was very dramatic, but that started on Tinder. Okay. So I'm, mm-hmm. I know another girl who graduated last year who met her boyfriend on Bumble or one mm-hmm. of them. Okay. They're still together. Okay. So, I mean, there's still hope. How there's many, some hope. Are relationships even a thing, though, right now? Like, how many people in your circle of friends or, like, your circle of circles mm-hmm. would you say are in relationships? Since we're seniors, a lot. Okay. Freshman and sophomore year, it's more rare. Mm-hmm. You get every once in a while a couple that just thinks mm. they're destined for each other the first week of freshman year, and they've sure. been together ever since. We know a few of those who yeah. have since gone on to marry one mm-hmm. another. But, I mean, it works, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. still surprising when you're a freshman and you yeah. see someone start dating right away and they're still together senior year. But for the mm-hmm. most part, um, I'd say that people are 
I don't know, maybe like half and half okay. what it feels like. Yeah. But that could also be skewed based on mm-hmm. my social circle. I'm just trying to think when we were in school, like were so many relationships. Were there so many? Yeah. I felt I like it was. Ne- I don't feel like I ever really had a boyfriend in college ever. I like kind of had one briefly for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you know, I, it's hard to say. Like, there were definitely tons of people that were like single and mingling, mm-hmm. but I feel like relationships were very, very prevalent. Not yeah. necessarily the majority. No. By no. any means, but like hefty, hefty chunk of relationships. Yes. Yes. Like, um, I feel like when we went to. Like when we go to formals, like and sorority stuff like that, formals or for it was, it was mostly, mostly relation, like people yeah. that were together together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think it's probably a little less so now, but um, it doesn't sound like it's like completely swung the other mm-hmm. way. No, and then you have a lot of the in between where people are like talking, talking. Yeah, the mm-hmm. classic. Oh, we have a thing. Yes, and is that what it's referred to now? Though, is we have a thing. Quote. Yes. Okay. Thing. Or, we or like you said, we're talking. Yeah, I guess, talking but, was always a but phrase. a thing. Kind of implies both. That you've gotten to the next level of, mm. uh, we have a thing security, I mm-hmm. guess. Okay, mm-hmm. and so okay. it's a step up from just talking. Okay, are there still two stepping stones to a relationship? One where you become exclusive, and one where you become official. Good question. Or has that no, I, simplified? I'm, I'm still not clear about that either. <laughs> so I'm. Um, no, I've consulted a lot of people about that, and I think everyone's pretty still pretty much still unclear i know i I don't think people sometimes have i think now they're kind of synonymous if you say you're exclusive then i guess you're so that's but that's what's so weird to me like i never understood that middle ground i still don't understand it i um i don't necessarily think it's necessary but i always felt like you had to kind of take stepping stones so it wasn't so overwhelming but that i think as a female it was always like what's the difference Sure, but I also think it was like men would freak out faster. So it was like, oh, by saying we're exclusive, like that would at least in my mind warrant like ending something officially. You know, Uh I I thought about it recently and I was confused about the fact that people use the term dating in two separate Mm. circumstances. So you're dating and you're literally going on dates. Yeah. Yeah. And then there seems to be some sort of distinction where that you're then dating <laughs> oh and, and that means you're and, together yeah you're together yeah but they're the same i've do thought they, about that before do they yeah, change, there's, there's absolutely no do they change the inflection in their voice with that because the way yeah you said i think it, i think so i think it's just about the inflection at this point no one really understands. do people even go on dates in college yes really i don't feel like we did if anything it was like we'd go to like of social events together of like a mm. sorority formal but I mm-hmm. think once I got taken to like Saratoga for dinner yeah <laughs> yeah I think it's rare it's yeah definitely very rare and the sad thing is that a lot of girls get freaked out when they're like oh he wants to take me to dinner and it's like this huge scary thing as opposed to oh he doesn't want to just have yeah. up one night when that's we're the culture mm-hmm. we're in that's yeah, the culture that's we're in very much a lot of people are Gen Z yeah so Amy to back up, when you or your friends join a dating app, like what would you say like the intention is? Is it is it to just like have fun and like whatever, who knows what my intention is until we see where it goes? Or is it like I want a boyfriend or I want um, to increase my availability for casual hookups? Um, I don't know. I haven't really I think generally it's hookups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
there's always, I feel like in girls' minds, there's always in the back of your head the thought that it can turn into something yeah. more than just yeah. a one-night stand. But you mm-hmm. start with the hookup. Right. That's the way and, it starts. Uh, freshman and sophomore year, I feel like everyone was on it just to hook up or yeah. have a companion at a party if you didn't, right. if you weren't friends with all the frat boys or something mm. like that. Yeah. You kind of had an out. But now, I guess it's like split. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, I it guess that kind of depends, yeah. and it's also like what you, however you start the conversation. If you're gonna be very forward about it, I mean that's mm-hmm. a surefire mm-hmm. way to <laughs> seal the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're very, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, it's definitely the same in like our worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, well, for the most part, I would say relationships still start with a casual hookup. That's mm-hmm. how both of ours started. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I would say like most of the people I know that are on dating apps are like looking for a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we're like right, right. (laughs) But even so, like it can it can go either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can stem from both things. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? We do, but it's mostly for just bragging about what you're up to. So posting pictures. My Facebook albums are the most embarrassing thing. (laughs) Like. Amy, I have. Oh my god, they were always so bad. The, the names of the. But at the time, I loved. I them, wish of I could find them. Um, it was fun. So, yeah, like we would always use like Facebook. As I said, when we were in college, that was the only social media. So, um, so we would use it for everything. And all my Facebook album names from college are so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Let's hear hear that. Oh, I'm just gonna God, read you some. I can already some. see them. I can already see. They're them. so oh, no. so embarrassing. Oh, no. They're just like quotes quotes from a specific weekend. Oh. Um, oh God, you were the ultimate with that too. Yeah. Wow. Okay, these are so many of them. Oh, I can already see myself showing up in them. Oh. Ooh. Okay, here's one. Fuck. Dot dot dot. I'm naked. <laughs> here's another one. I'll take them in my Maserati. You buy them a drink. <laughs> I have no... I'm in these albums, and I have no memory of these quotes. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Ropes and handcuffs. That's one. (laughs) Classy is an understatement. Oh, here's one. Oh, no. Incredibly drunk slash incredibly incredibly fun shit. (laughs) Here's one called One More Fucking Album. (laughs) Mardi Gras slash hardcore chillin'. (laughs) Alcoholic stage. This is so embarrassing. Oh God, this, is- <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Oh, here's one. My boyfriend wouldn't have sex with me, so I got drunk. <laughs> um, Day party and random breezies. I hate myself. Oh, my God. This is so terrible. So I'm people, in, before they trade numbers, typically get each other's Snapchats, and then they Snapchat each other. Yeah. And you, like, snap, talk yeah. through Snapchat. Yeah, and then you gradually can move into their phone number. At what point does that happen? Why even transition know. to phone numbers if you could just snap each other? I don't know. Because Snapchat messages disappear. It's like um, when you get married, you, you exchange numbers. <laughs> you, it's probably the right word. God, I would be so doomed in this era. Like, I like can't even use technology. You probably would have assimilated. You, you yeah. would need to assimilate. I guess I would yeah. have. Um, well, I want to be mindful of time because Amy has to get back for chapter, <laughs> chapter meeting. Um, anything else that we like feel like we needed to get? Our I feel last like topic. I oh know. I feel like I've learned a lot so um, far. 
Um, I will just um, close it out. You guys, thanks for tuning in for our episode. Please email us at cocktailsandclarity at gmail.com um, with any questions or ideas for um, episodes or if you're polyamorous, we're still, you know, <laughs> looking for somebody who wants to talk about their experience. Um, and we hope that you have an amazing week and we will see you next time. Bye.